Are you ready to listen to a podcast? You're listening to Bitology, the science of cryptocurrency. Your exclusive podcast for all things crypto. Find, subscribe, and listen. Your retail destination for all your crypto clothing. And now your hosts, Bobby, Mark, and Groove. Now you can start listening. All right, welcome to our fifth episode from the Bitology Podcast, your one-stop shop for all things crypto, including news, articles, video tutorials, and crypto merchandise. We have a Twitter, Facebook, and SoundCloud account, which is uh, my Bitology, and we had a couple winners last week for our giveaways, so we're going to announce them real quick again, just uh, so they can get their name out there. So the Tron giveaway, it was Adam Souza. And the XRP giveaway was Adam as well, but on Twitter at STODSA81. So go ahead and get in contact with us, you guys, so you can get your rewards and your giveaways. And uh, we're also doing a new giveaway for the month of February, and it's going to be T-shirts. Um, so we're going to give away a T-shirt to one lucky winner that's following us on Twitter. So make sure you guys follow us. You'll be able to pick the design and the size off our website. So um, we're going to go ahead and get started. So this is Bobby, your host, and I got Groove with me. Hey, what's up, everybody? So we got Groove in town. Uh, Art is unfortunately able, not able to be with us um, this afternoon. So we're just going to go ahead and move on and get going with the night. Um, so one thing we wanted to start off with was Eric Cho. Um, he put out a midday thing today, so we kind of wanted to go over that real quick with you guys. Uh, we really like Eric Cho. If you've listened to some of our podcasts before, we went over him and um, Kaijin Lee as some of the guys that you really want to follow, and they'll help you understand a lot. And our website helps you understand a lot, but they go a little more in depth as well. So he posted out today about uh, ENG and how it's on a bull run right now. So just realize that it's going to keep going up in price according to him and his stats. Um, he really looks in depth with all these stats, guys. So really take his advice. You know, It's really helped us out, and so I, I would highly recommend listening to him. He says Bitcoin's going to have one more green candle, um, so be ready to sell that over the next couple days here. And he talked about ADA actually staying steady. We talked about this our last episode. We don't really see them going up anytime soon. Really what's going to break it for them is some kind of news jump or in May, June when the whole market itself goes up. So those are the times that you're really going to see that coin go up. Tron right now is having a sideways um, you know, graph. Um, so all that means is that the market price is not moving up or down. It's kind of being a little less volatile than normal. So it's staying right where it's at. It's not really moving up, not really moving down. I mean, I know personally, I've been watching it pretty closely over the past two days. and It's been floating around 44 to 46. Um, so that that's pretty much where it's been. So four cents, four and a half cents is where it's been the whole time. Uh, Poe is getting ready to announce a new CEO, according to Eric Cho. So this means that you want to ride the rumor and sell the news. So get them now, get them while they're hot, and then wait for that ride up, and then sell sometime within the next day or two when they make the actual announcement of the new CEO. So definitely look out for that, and we'll go ahead and move right into uh, something Groove wanted to go over. So as we all know, tax season's coming around, and thankfully, crypto is uh, <laughs> crypto is starting to be a little bit more accepted in some places more than other. 
but uh, a bill was put in for Arizona to allow people to pay taxes with Bitcoin. So I don't know if it'll be passed by the time this tax season's over with, but hopefully next year uh, they have it passed and other states are joining as well and just kind of help support it. Well, it's kind of like marijuana when it was being passed and stuff. You know, one, two states pass it. They wait and see how good yeah, or see bad how it, it goes, goes. See how it benefits them. Yeah, then then they you know see that it's not that bad or it benefits them really well. And bam, everybody starts adopting it. So that could be huge. That could be a mass adoption kind of thing. Yeah, hopefully they start releasing uh, some good regulations that are not too strict or too stringent. Help us out a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, we, we saw last, last week on the podcast, we talked about the SEC and how they passed some regulations that were really beneficial to the cryptocurrency market. And because of that, that's why we saw a recovery in the market because people felt more confident going into this market. So uh, I definitely think that's going to continue. I definitely think that lawmakers and things like that are realizing this probably isn't going to go away in the short term. So they better start getting some new regulations out so that they can start to try and control it. They're not going to be able to, but maybe they can. Yeah, maybe they can you know, help themselves a little bit. Um, so another thing I want to go over is also, you know, while it's being accepted, uh, there was a Missouri Republican candidate um, by the name of Austin Peterson. And uh, for some reason, I didn't read the whole story, but for some reason he was given um, 24 different Bitcoin donations worth about $4,500. So, you know, lobbying, you know, oh, how that yeah, goes. the <laughs> lobbying. So, yeah, he was accepting donations for in the the currency of Bitcoin. That's that's pretty interesting. I mean, yeah, like I said, the mass adoption's coming, and we're starting to see more and more. I mean, 50 Cent used to sell his CDs in Bitcoin. I don't know if you heard, but there was a story where he, yeah, I think it was where he sold his stuff in Bitcoin, and then he had a couple million dollars worth in Bitcoin and didn't even realize it. Yep, yep. Back in the day, he, he sold his CDs in Bitcoin, and back then it was like, you know, eight. $50, whatever it was for each Bitcoin. And now each one of those Bitcoins, well, when it was at 20000 <laughs> brought him at like $20 million for the very few CDs he actually sold in Bitcoin currency. So that's crazy. Like that man made a lot of money off of just accepting a technology before it took off. Yeah, that was probably years ago too. Yeah. So. Yeah, and um, – I mean, another thing that we saw this week that was a really big deal was Binance. Binance shutting down. That really pissed me off. Yeah, that pissed a lot of people <laughs> off. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I was, I was really mad when I couldn't – you know, I'm doing this new strategy that I told you guys about in the Blast podcast and I have a video on our website about you know buying and selling in increments. And when Binance shut down, man, Tron was on a high. And it just kills the whole plan, I was dude. Mad. <laughs> that one really hurt. That one hurt the soul. So, um, yeah, Binance shutting down. That's just a warning to you guys. Any of these, you know, uh, exchanges, exchanges, they can shut down at any time and you're really locked out. So uh, a thing that you can do to kind of prevent that is you can take your coins out of the exchange and keep them in a personal wallet on your computer. Or you can buy one of those nano like ledger USB devices and that you can keep the coins on as well. And that way there, if, you know, Binance goes down, well, then you can upload them into maybe CoinSpot or any of these other exchanges that maybe aren't having issues. Yeah, you know, and, and if, you know, you could do that, um, separate your coins a little bit through the exchanges if you don't want to purchase that 
uh, storage device for your Bitcoin or whatever. Yep. Um, you or, know, just play it safe that way through different exchanges. Yeah. And, I mean, if you don't want to deal with the exchanges at all, maybe you think they're going to get hacked. Maybe you think they're going to get, you know, uh, go out of business, whatever it is. Then you can keep your coins on your computer. Each coin has its own wallet that you can download from that company's uh, website. And you can keep them right on your computer so that way there you don't have to worry about it on an exchange. Yeah, they're safe and secure that way. Yeah. And you can put them in the exchange whenever you need to exchange them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so keep it safe. Uh, so another thing I want to go over is banks. Banks, some of them are really hating it right now. I know a few of them stopped uh, allowing people to purchase uh, cryptocurrency, which is what one of the things we brought up last week. But they're actually starting to charge fees for the one that are allowing it. So, you know, if you put $100 down, they might charge you like a 10 or $15 fee to purchase uh, exchange or uh, cryptocurrency through an exchange or like Coinbase. You know, they're starting to look out for that. Well, what's even worse about that, and uh, Coinba Coinbase actually sent out an email to everybody, all their customers, letting them know is they're not even charging you up front. They're putting it in your bill in the future, and Coinbase can't do anything about it because it has nothing to do with Coinbase. It has to do with your card company. So they're going through your statement, and they're seeing anything that's crypto-related, and then they're going to charge you for it later. So you won't even get that bill when you make the purchase on Coinbase. You'll get that bill next month when you get your statement. That's crazy. Yeah, to that's me. ridiculous. That's that's just greedy people trying to stop, trying mm -hmm. to stop something that they don't want to happen because they don't want you to get away from USD and all these other different currencies that they have control over. Yeah, they don't want you to have the freedom. <laughs> yeah, that freedom that hurts them no matter what. And speaking of the banks and charging and stuff like that, uh, where do you get money from? Well, jobs. And one thing I, I found very interesting this week, and I was looking at you know crypto jobs just for fun and seeing what was out there. There are a lot. I was really surprised at how many jobs were available. There's sales jobs available for crypto. There's research jobs to be hired by a bank to do engineer research. jobs. There's engineer jobs. You I want mean, to work crazy. on the blockchain? Yeah, I mean that that to me is just huge, and that's a huge drop that this industry is starting to pick up when you have companies willing to pay 401k retirement you know health and I, I did see a few of them and they were some of them were like six digit salaries so yeah they were up there yeah it's because they know the amount of money in this market and how new it is there's untapped potential on how much if they are one of the first banks to incorporate it in america or anything like that you you see a huge market that they're able to tap into so I, I thought that was a really big sign that this is taking and off. Maybe one day they'll pay people in like Bitcoin or you know like they're paying people God, in Korea I'll take and that Ripple, job. you know. <laughs> I'll take that job in a heartbeat. But yeah, and uh, one place that I really saw had a lot of jobs, and this is pretty much common in the United States. Is San Francisco is kind of the hub of cryptocurrency. It's San Francisco on the West Coast and New York City on the East Coast. So those two places really have a lot of jobs available for different companies, different banks and things like that. It's because they're kind of the mecca of where technology comes into this country. So it really seems like those are the ones that are getting a lot of the jobs. And I'm pretty sure that's where like Uber and uh, Lyft started too was those same places. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, it could, it could explode just like those did. Yep. So it's only a matter of time. Uh, so one more thing I want to go over is this new app called Bread App. It's supposed to be another Bitcoin-based wallet. I'm not quite sure if it's going to have an exchange. I think it will, but it's um, trying to it's trying to be better than Coinbase in in the long goal. 
um, the verification process is supposed to be done within a day, maybe even a few hours. Uh, so that you know that that's great, especially yeah. with how the market fluctuates every day. Like you said, when uh, Binance shut down, yeah, you know everything was up, and then yeah, you can't by the time you got on, it's it's too late, you know. I think everybody has that issue when they go to try and sign up for, you know, an account or, you know, you buy something on Coinbase and you got to wait two weeks to sell it because you got to wait for the verification of the bank account and all that. I mean, and you're sitting there panicking the whole time yeah. watching that and you can't sell it. And if it drops, you're like, oh, my God. So, yeah, that, that definitely can hurt you. Uh, another thing that's good about it is daily limits. The daily limits for, um, I believe, depositing or 20000 and for uh, taking out is 50000 a day. So, you know, if you're bringing in That's a lot really of money, good. you can <laughs> really benefit from that. And another thing is same-day delivery of Bitcoin. So, like, if I transfer Bitcoin to, like, another wallet, if I don't want to pull out through this app, you know, whatever, maybe I have my bank account information set up somewhere else, uh, that Bitcoin will be guaranteed to be transferred that day. So, like, Coinbase, if you transfer to Binance, it could take, you know, 12 hours, could take 36 hours because... It depends you know, how busy it is. Yeah, if people are trading a lot, it's going to take a lot longer. Yeah, um, we've seen that. I mean, when we first got in this industry and it was really taking off in like November, December, when we were transferring bitcoins, I remember it took like um, art. It took him like two days. Yeah. to get his bitcoin to show up you and get to the point where finance. you think you just lost it. And yeah, I've, I've been on Reddit where I've seen you know some people have horror stories. You know, it's been thirty days since. Uh, Coinbase lost my money, you know, and they their customer support has done nothing, and that's really crappy. So it's good to see that there's changes coming, and there will be competition soon. Yeah, and look out for that, guys. I mean, you're going to see a lot of competition coming out for the different exchanges within America, as especially when this starts taking off and going into mainstream. You're going to see a lot of people like maybe Mark Cuban, maybe you know Wolf of Wall Street, maybe all these different guys that you know maybe were against in the beginning, but going to start seeing money flowing in. They're probably going to start coming out with their own exchanges because they want to be able to control that money and control the purchases and things like that. And these exchange companies are making a crap ton of money off of every one of these transactions that people are making with day trading or even just long-term trading. So I, I definitely think – And these lot. are already wealthy businessmen. Like yeah. Mark Cuban, he's a billionaire. Wolf from Wall Street – I'm, I'm sure he doesn't have you know as much money as he did before, but the dude's got to be you know oh, yeah, completely well money, off. Yeah. And it's only a matter of time until they do start to contribute a lot more. I mean, Wolf of Wall Street, we already talked about in the last podcast. I mean, he's already starting to change his tune in yeah. the crypto world. He already thinks it'll hit, like, what, 50 or 60 this year? Yeah. And not even six months ago, he was bashing it, saying it was a fad and it'll it's, it's a bubble, bubble it'll yeah. fail. You know. So everybody's starting to change their mind the longer and longer they're seeing it. I mean, we already saw two crashes this year, and both of them recovered. Obviously, we haven't seen the full recovery, but like I told you, this happens every single year. Um, remember, there are a lot of haters out there. Like, I was just on Twitter, and I saw this guy talking about, you know, Chinese New Year's tomorrow, get ready for a huge drop. It's possible. Anything's possible, but there most of the time is FUD. Most of the time, it's people hating on the market. Most of the time, it's just somebody trying to troll or manipulate the market because maybe they want to buy in or they're mess they're miss they're upset that they missed out on buying in at a certain price, so they're trying to get people scared and selling so that they can get the price lower to buy back in. So just realize that, that there's a lot of haters out there. There's a lot of people that are upset that they're missing out on opportunities. Even then, if you buy in now, it's still a great opportunity because by the end of the year, you're going to come out. 
well over positive. So. Yeah, and I mean, I know we talk about on this episode a lot of like buying and selling and things like that, and short term and you know strategies. Holds, you know, but, we talk about you know diff- different strategies, like you said. But no matter what, you're going to come out on top. And even if you day trade, it's, it might be more beneficial to you. But always do what's best for you. You know. Yeah, and that long term hold, like. No matter what, if you buy now and just go to sleep and wait till the end of the year to look at it, you're going to come out on top. It's going to happen. This market is going to keep going up at least a little while longer, and I, I honestly don't see it going down ever You could again. even probably put in a couple hundred dollars and then look back at it when you're retired, to be honest. And oh, God. <laughs> you'd, <laughs> you know, be, you'd be sitting just, on maybe 100000 even a million. Oh, Who knows? More than that, probably, yeah. if you do it right. But uh, it's got a lot of potential. It's a great market. Yeah, so keep listening in, guys. Um, We wanted to do a little bit of a shorter episode this week um, just because we do one every week. So just keep listening in. I hope you guys have a good week and happy trading.